and welcome to CDCR Unlocked, the podcast of the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation. My name is Chrissy Hohobashvili, and today's episode is about recruitment, and it's something a little different for you. Sergeant Corey Ringer took a road trip up to Crescent City and met with three employees at Pelican Bay State Prison who all have different experiences, but a shared love for Northern California and that beautiful area. And in this conversation, they share with Corey not only what they love about their jobs, but what it was about the community and the location that has made them stay in Crescent City. I hope you enjoy their conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to CDCR Unlocked Podcast. I'm your host, Sergeant Corey Ringer. We have a special podcast today. We are on location at Pelican Bay State Prison. Today, we're going to be going over what life is like working at the institution as well as what it's like to live in this area. I'm joined today by Officer Kaufman. Morning. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Pretty well. Lieutenant Clemens. Morning. How are you doing? Good. Linda. Linda Fields. Hello. How are you all? Awesome. Doing great. Um, thank you all again for volunteering to be on the podcast with us today. But, you know, I'm super excited about it. You guys have a, a great location. And after touring, an awesome facility. And those are, you know, things we want to capture for people listening that are interested in the in the career field of, um, you know, what, it, what it's like to work up here. Because seeing it on a video or, you know, watching a YouTube video doesn't capture the the good that you guys do every single day inside the walls um, through all the hard work. And again, appreciate the hard work each and every one of you have done over the years. For Kaufman, uh, how many years have you worked in the department? Uh, a little over 14 now. A little over 14. And has all of that been up here? Yes. So all at all up here at Pelican Bay? 100% Pelican Bay. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, for Clemens? Uh, I got 16 years and some change, and I've been all at Pelican Bay also. Awesome. Yeah. And Linda? Um, I've been in state service 28 of that 28. 16 has been with corrections. Yes. Awesome. So we got, so I know who's got the seniority in the room then. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. Love it. <laughs> it's great. Um, and so were you born up here to, or did you move up here? Or Linda, did you, did you originally live up here? No, I moved up from Southern California via working at different prisons. Where at in Southern California did you originally grow up? Riverside. Riverside. So you're yes. quite a ways away from where you, what you were, you know, born into and kind of knew throughout life. Absolutely. Kind of one end of the state to the other. Yeah. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's great. And for you, Clemens? Uh, I was born in Oxnard, California and lived in Camarillo pretty much my rest of my adult life. Gotcha. And where's uh, where's Oxnard near? Uh, Thousand Oaks. Okay. Yeah. In Camarillo, Ventura area right around in there. Gotcha. Okay. And for Goffman? Uh, I bounced around quite a bit. I was born in Wasco. And okay. My my dad was a, a state park ranger, so we kind of bounced around a little. Gotcha. Uh, born in Wasco, spent most of my early years in Oceanside, down way Southern California, then moved to the Central Valley from there, and that's where we came here from. Yeah. So, Linda, you said you've worked at other institutions. Where were those located? I started at Tehachapi. Okay. And then transferred up to headquarters. Went over to San Quentin, worked at CMF, went back to headquarters a couple of times, and then yeah. started going further north after that. Yeah. Just decided to, to progress. Then you're like, ah, I've been to Central Valley, done the done Sacramento, I'm going to head up north. Absolutely. Get away from the yeah. crowds. What was the, what was the draw for you to come up here? Honestly, when I started with the department, um, I came up here on vacation, and this is where I wanted to retire from. 
That's awesome. Yeah. So here I am years later. Yeah, I could see it after we um, after we drove up here. I had been up here one time before, but it was I was on my way to Montana, so we stopped by and I pretty much did like a slow drive by the by the gate. Didn't drive on grounds because there were some there checking IDs. I'm like, I don't know if I should go in there and just you know I wanted to see it, but we drove by and now we got a chance to tour. It's it's an awesome facility. Such a beautiful layout. Like literally, the ocean is how far away? Maybe a mile. Maybe a mile away and it's cut into the right. redwoods. Yeah, absolutely gorgeous facility. Um, gorgeous town, too. We got a chance to go around and, and see things. I loved it up here. So for living up here, Cheyenne Witcher, great shout-out to that sergeant that um, was able to hook me up with you guys for this podcast in the first place and then take us around town. What are some of the benefits of, of living up here versus where you grew up and kind of more or less the reason why you've chosen to stay here? Like what, what drew you here and then what's made you be like, you know, I don't want to leave. I don't want to go anywhere else. What are some of those things? Uh, when we first came up here, it, it actually wasn't by choice. Yeah. It, this was one of the very few options that we were given. And I initially had every intention of coming up here, putting in the minimum amount of time. Yeah, do your two years and bounce, huh? Exactly. Yeah. And then we got up here and just realized the the way of life is so much different, you know, it this area, it's it's small, it's remote, but that makes for, like, a very strong community, Yeah, in, in my opinion. Um, everybody knows each other. Everybody's helping one another out. We, we see each other outside of here on a regular basis, and so it makes that community factor a lot and that much more strong. Yeah. Um, on top of that, just the area in general is absolutely beautiful. You know, it is gorgeous with, up here. With the redwoods and the rivers and everything surrounding that uh you know the ocean is like you said less than a mile from here so the the climate you know it's it's very different you know it's, yeah, right it takes a little bit of getting used to all, <laughs> all the rain throughout the winter but right. but beyond that you know with the rain comes what you get to see on a daily basis yeah. um but you guys don't get like heavy snowfall up here though do you or is it mostly rain? Not in this area. We don't get we don't get a whole lot of snow at all in this yeah. area. Actually, uh, the snow's more inland towards Medford, and about yeah. two hours drive from here, Mount Ashland. Yeah, so more skiing. more rain, some more than snow. Because yeah. some people love the snow. There's either a love or a, su- a supreme hate. And once you've lived in it for a while, you're like, I love it. But after a while, you're like, I'm tired of snow. I think last so. year we had a, a day or two that it snowed and actually stuck. And it, yeah. and it was one of those things where it was like, oh, wow. That's, <laughs> no, that's unusual. <laughs> that's awesome, though. Yeah, yeah. no, it, I've, I'm, we noticed going around a little bit the sense of community. Um, we'd walk by random people, and they would just say, hi. Hey, hi, how you doing? Just walking by on the sidewalk. We're not, don't know the person or individual. Love that. It, it definitely felt like a sense of um, a, a tight-knit community, which is just critically important. It's a it's a great community and and being from a larger town and moving to a smaller town, yeah. There, there's some culture shock for you. you yeah, know, your your daily life's different. Um, you know, like I was telling you guys earlier, you're you're not doing 85 miles an hour, right? Six feet from a bumper in front of you, trying to drive two hours to get to work, right? You know, I live 27 miles from here, and it you know it takes me 31 minutes to get to work with no traffic every morning. Same thing getting home, um, you know. It's just very, very tight-knit community, everybody looking out for each other. You know, you're sick more than two days, somebody's calling you. It's like, hey, man, you all right? Everything good? Yeah. Checking on you, you know? 
That's so awesome. We, we really watch out for each other here. That's a great, that's, that's important too. It's, it's one of those communities where the, if the kids run off and are playing and they're doing their thing, like you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, you're not worried about that's the way I, that's the way I grew up at least. You know, like my parents right. would be like, I, I was gone from summertime. I'd be gone from sunrise until mom would ring like a dinner bell almost. The lights the, came on. Yeah, the street lights came on. You'd, you'd better be home. <laughs> Your mom gave and, you the mom yeah, you whistle knew, but and you we showed were, up. We were just out. That was our community, though, and I see, I could see a lot of that up here. Yeah, with, it's, it's nice. I, I really like it up here. That's great. Yeah. You know, it's come up here. It's, this job can be stressful, no doubt about it, mm-hmm. but, you know, 10 minutes and I'm home. Yeah. And I don't have to fight nobody at a stoplight to try and turn or do anything. It's, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah, you can actually drive a couple miles and it doesn't take a significant amount of time right. to do it. Because when you walk out of here, you want to go home and yeah, compress. Tired. Yeah, definitely. You know? And That's when I moved up here 20 years ago, I would be speeding everywhere around here because I was always in a hurry when I was down south. Everything was in a rush. Everything yeah. was fast, fast, fast. But you've got to time it. If you, if you miss the mark to get on the highway by you know, 10 uh-huh. minutes, it's either clear sailing or traffic. And oh, you're like, yeah. oh, I missed my mark and now I'm stuck in this. And yeah, we yeah. don't have that up here ever. I don't think I've ever heard of traffic up here. And I've been up here almost 20 years and I've never heard of traffic. Except <laughs> so. for the RVs yeah. in the summertime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I could see that, you know, couple, you know, you guys have a beautiful area. I want to visit it. I want to, I want to drag a, I want to drag a trailer up here and, you know, be able to, to cruise around a little bit. But, um, yeah, I loved I loved um, traffic. <laughs> the amount of river crossings, the amount of I don't know how many times we we would drive by a little river inlet, and there'd just be random trucks parked down there. Obviously, either hanging out fishing or doing whatever, but it was all over the place, and I just loved it. Like you just have access to be able to go do those things. Yeah, you can fish, swim, kayak. Uh, you can surf. You can yeah, right ski. now you can surf. Yeah, two hours <laughs> you can surf really well right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, scuba diving. I mean, pretty much when anything you want to do. We have a lot of um, people that come here to kite surf. I've never done it myself, but yeah, we're yeah. South Beach is big, huge kite surfing area because of the wind and the small, the, the big open area for. The I don't know enough about it to do it. I I'm afraid either. that wind would take me, and I'm just I'm gone. Gone. You know, just, I'm heading towards a rock. I'm like I don't know how to turn this thing. Uh, it looks like fun though. It'd be fun to do. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, I need like a you know bunch of pads on or something to be able to do it. Um. What are some other activities you guys are involved in as far as, um, you know, community events or whether it be with the community or your correctional community? Like what are, what are some things you guys do up here? What, what does the town offer 4th of July or new year's or anything like that? Well, Crescent city offers a huge, um, fireworks show every 4th of July and they have front street park gets set up and you have kind of like a community fair. Mm -hmm. The most part that it is, everybody hangs out on the beach and, light off fireworks and get to watch the huge fireworks show and people come from all over for that. Uh, twice a year we have a huge car show that comes into town. It's awesome. People travel all the way from, you know, Wyoming, Montana. I've seen all kinds oh, of wow. places from all kinds of different places. That's um, really cool. That's, you know, a really good part of the tight-knit community. A lot of people like to go hunting. We have a huge amount of, of hunters up here and people travel up here just to come hunting. Yeah. Uh, they got We have elk, deer. I mean bear we got it all up here yeah yeah plus you know if you really like just a nature person we got a whole lot of trails for hiking oh yeah the, tra- uh, the hiking trails here have got to just be amazing i've they, seen some pictures of it like the, the 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 stuff you can hike to not even not, not even that far of a hike and some of the views that we've seen in some of the pictures are just insane yeah waterfalls just absolutely beautiful yeah really gorgeous yeah i got like the 
world's nicest beach an hour from here. It's supposed to be this big draw for people that you always know, see picture uh, picturesque up in Oregon. Yeah, um, and I think they call it like Seal Rock. Yeah, you get yeah, people yeah, travel yeah, here all the time. Yeah, yeah. So. No, Northern California coastline is is a lot different. If people have never traveled to it or seen it, you know, uh, definitely Google the images. But Northern California coastline, it's really hard to beat. Big rocks, big big cliffs overlooking a, a you know a beautiful ocean and. Yeah, it's it's scenic by far. Yeah, water's I, clear. My it's my preference over Southern California, where it's a lot of sand, a lot of beaches. It's cool, but nothing beats a Northern California coastline, Absolutely. especially into Oregon. It's gorgeous. Absolutely. You yeah. go just a little bit north, uh, just past Brookings in Oregon. You have the Samuel H. Boardman State Park, which that straight up looks like something out of a movie. Yeah, like, like a pirate movie. Yeah, it, it's absolutely incredible. And then as you keep going further north from there. You get literally the uh, background from the Goonies, right? Yeah, it, right. It's, it's absolutely stellar. Star Wars. Mm-hmm. They put the Ewoks up yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been star part of Star Wars was filmed up filmed here, up right? Here, so yeah. it was the. Yeah. I don't know which one it was, but I just remember it, it was well, the scene the Ewoks. with the Ewoks. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool though to have that as part of the you know again part of the drop here. Um, you guys have kids? I have two kids. Yes. And they they live up here and grow up here. Yep, uh, yeah. my son was born in Crescent City. My daughter was born down south, and we moved up here when she was two. Yeah, how how have they adjusted to oh, they to living it. up here and they and love it. They here. don't know anything different like right. the down south action. Um, it's quieter here. There there's more activity outdoor activities. Uh, you know, Crescent City doesn't really offer so much the mall type setting that a lot right. of people are used to. The instant gratification, you know, in and out, Sonic. You don't have any of those major, major brand fast food places, but um, we make a day trip out of it. We go over to Medford, which has everything that you could possibly want yeah. and name, um, and we'll go make a weekend out of it sometimes, like a little mini vacation. Yeah, You got Ashland that you just can't beat for the view and the settings, the the walkabout time. It's all open. You don't even need to drive. You can just walk anywhere you wanted to and Everything's within walking distance. Really nice place to hang out and have fun. Yeah. Uh, that sounds like, how far away is, is Medford from here? Rough, roughly. Two hours. About two hour drive? Yeah. It's about a two hour drive. Yeah. But I do love that. I like, me personally, it's the way I grew up too, but I prefer the mom and pop shops, the smaller stuff, the, the small town community and feel. I love that stuff. Yeah. That's you know? what they have a lot, a lot of that around here is a lot of mom and pop shops. Uh, Brookings, Oregon is only 20 minutes north. One of the nice things, too, though, is, you know, I mean, it is a little bit of a drive. Mm-hmm. You know, like like Clemens was saying, my commute's about 23 minutes each day. I, I live in Brookings. And for me, you know, I mean, it, it's a pretty short shot, but it's enough de- decompression time yeah. where I'm going from here to walking in my door with a little bit of a buffer yeah. between – what I'm dealing with inside the walls to my wife and children. Yeah. So I, I, I like that drive. Yeah. I don't, I don't mind about a 30 minute commute. I think would be is pretty much where mine is now where it was before I went to where I'm at now. And um, I used to love that, that time span enough time to listen to some music, you know, roll the windows down or do whatever and just kind of, you know, decompress, like you said, decompress from the day and all right, I'm ready to go home and put on the other hat I have to wear. So What's it like for your for your kids up here, Kaufman? Uh, I have three kids. All all of them were born in the Central Valley, mm-hmm. uh, so we tr- transplanted them up here. And now, you know, after fourteen years, they've been 
acclimated to this long enough that yeah. this is what they know and what they like. Yeah. You know, going to the city for them is kind of a big deal. You know, they 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 like to go look at the lights and whatever uh, benefits there are within that. But at the end of it, they're always ready to come home. Yeah, that's cool. How old were they um, when you moved up here? I think there there were one, five, and nine. Yeah, and, and so the nine year old was pretty well embedded into school and and all that down there and coming up here. Was that a hard transition, or did they seem to take to it pretty pretty quickly? She took it pretty well. Yeah, I mean, obviously she didn't like it initially. Yeah, but you know, after the fact, you know, going into smaller schools, uh, kind of like here with with that overall community factor, uh, she really grew into it and flourished with it. That's awesome. That's good. That's, it's always a, you know, I transferred schools kind of like the same way. And it was like, man, I don't want to leave all my friends. I don't want to leave this, but we moved to more of a rural style climate and I loved it. I had room outside to go do things. I could go fish the little Creek by my parents' house. I could go do whatever I wanted to do. And I just had this freedom to roam and I, I, I loved it. I, I didn't ever want to go back to, you know, like more track housing and, you know, everything's concrete and pavement. So yeah, I definitely see the draw. That's probably one of the reasons why I love this area so much. But that's awesome. And for Linda? Me? Well, I'm the kidless one. I have yeah. four-legged kids. <laughs> so hey, they're ju- hey, uh, on, a, on a scale of, of needing you more, it's hard to say that the kids need me more than, than the, four-legged, the, four-legged the four-legged ones do. Yeah, exactly. But great area. Plenty of places to go out. Walk dogs, you know. Yeah. And hiking trails and hiking all that trails. stuff for them. Uh, we have a dog park in town. And so that one, you know, there's another place to, you can socialize with. What kind of dogs? Uh, well, I had a Border Collie Cross mix and then a Chocolate Lab. Energy. Yeah. You're just saying energy. Energy, right? yeah, with the first one. The, the second one, the lab's kind of the couch potato, but. Yeah. <laughs> Most labs, lab, I would say yeah. the border. She's no couch potato. Yeah, I would say the border, the border Collie's like, I'm ready to go all day, all every right. day. And then have a horse. Um, oh, awesome. Yeah, so in plenty of places to ride around here. Great to go out and ride on the beach. You know, oh, I mean, I, that I is bet. a great place. Yeah. Great yeah. place. It's hard, to, it's hard to want to live somewhere else when you're riding a horse along a beach that people, people in other areas pay a lot of money to go do that. Like, that's a Tuesday when you live up here. That's mm-hmm. a full option <laughs> whenever you want. So, right. no, that's awesome. That's That'd be great. That's a, another benefit of the area is that a lot of the housing up here is on acreage instead of, yeah, living in you know your neighbor eight feet from the side of one building to the next. You know, right? You live on three, four acres of land. Do whatever you want with it. Yeah, no, that's awesome though. It, like I said, it's great for the kids too to see um, sense of community and you know, especially when um, the tighter knit communities, like we were talking about, you know, with with staff. How often do you guys get together as staff members outside of the institution and, and hang out and do things? What kinds of things do you guys do? Quite a bit, actually. Um, like you were mentioning earlier with the river bars. Yeah, the river bar. Yeah, throughout the summer, you know, there there are a number of people around here that have their land yachts that they drag up the river and just park on the bar for the entire summer. Yeah. And, you know, they just run home to shower or change or whatever once in a while and spend the summer up there. And so it's, it's frequently fun yeah. to go out and just spend the day with them. I I don't have one. I don't want it, but it, <laughs> you don't have a trailer yet uh, to no, drag up there. <laughs> no, but, but I'm more than happy to go spend the day with them. Barbecue, yeah. kayak, you know, uh, people paddleboard, uh, go rafting or tubing down the river Yeah, and, you know, just kind of decompress outside of here. 
where you're spending time with each other outside of this place yeah. and getting to know one another in, in a completely different realm. Yeah. And that's gotta be super beneficial for not only the kids, but the, um, the spouses to be able to, to intermingle and mix and, you know, you'll hear a person's name, but if I don't meet you, I could, I could mention your name for years and years and years. But if you don't live in a community like this, they might never meet them. Right. But they almost feel like they know them because I've, right. I've mentioned their name so many times, but you've, I've never seen you. Um, it's, but that's great. You guys. And so just for clarity, for people to understand too, it's not like a bar on the river. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a beach that everyone gets a chance to go down to and hang out, do you know fire pits at, hang out with the campers and trailers and just, you know, again, it's, it's people from work still doing things together outside the walls and, and, and hanging out together and building that. That's awesome though. That's gotta be great for kids and, and spouses though. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. There's a bunch of them that do it. That, uh, basically it becomes their summer home. Yeah. I mean, they, they'll pull their trailer out on the, the sandbar, the river bar and park 10 feet from the river and their kids can hang out there all day long right. for the whole entire summer break if they wanted to. Yeah. It's one of those communities where it's, if I'm not watching my kids, I know somebody else is oh, too. somebody's definitely watching. If they're monitoring, yeah, you. you're being watched by somebody. Exactly. You know, you stay in line, so. Yeah. <laughs> That's great, though. Yeah, where I where I work, the unit that I work in, we're pretty tight niche. There's 12, 12 officers, a sergeant. We also have third watch. Uh, we do, um, like, pretty much twice a month on Fridays, we do breakfast together. Somebody's wife or them will, somebody will put together a shindig for, breakfast and we just rotate who else yeah. ever does that so we can hang out and have breakfast together um usually birthdays we have parties outside of here no it's great though you guys have that culture both inside you know when you're working long shifts or whatever um i know when we did our tour it just seemed like staff were you know they didn't know me or my my partner um from anybody and they still came up and approached shook hands hey how you doing and they were excited to show us like the institution i just i love that the pride um that, that staff have working up here. Um, so for down the road, like accomplishments wise, what are some things you're looking to do in the department down the road? Uh, I'm, I'm actually uh, interviewing for a Sergeant tomorrow. Oh, so. tomorrow. Congratulations, <laughs> man. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so don't be nervous though. Uh, no. nervous. <laughs> it, it'll be awful. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I am looking forward uh, to advancement, whether it's, that route, um, I am also eligible for counselor, so I'm looking forward to that potentially down the road as well. Yeah. Um, so, you know, whatever may come, hopefully I can help further my career. And uh, ultimately, I hope that the experience that I've gained uh, within the job that I've had over the last, I've been in ISU for seven years. Mm-hmm. And um, so with everything within that, I hope to be able to relay that to other staff to help them along with their careers as well. Yeah. Especially being ISU at, a, at an institution like this, where it's, you know, it's, it's a, it's an active institution. So things are always going on. It's a great experience. So well, good luck in your interview tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> good luck. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard transition. When I made the transition to supervisor, I was like, man, I don't know if I'm ready to, to be done doing what I'm doing. It was, I loved it, but you know, it was a, it was a great transition. It's something that, I look back on fondly my time as an officer and then when I made supervisor, cause then it's, I get to do like what you're talking about, Clemens, you know, like where I get to set up things where me and my officers or staff, non-custody, everybody medical, we can all get together, break bread, hang out, talk and, you know, socialize and, you know, have, you know, some semblance of normalcy, even though we're inside of a, you know. As like a second you know, family. 
Yeah, it is. Yeah. A lot of times it is a second family. I spend as much time with them as more time than I do with, you know, my extended family, cousins and whatever else. I spend more time with staff than I do them. Um, may or may not be good, but it is what it is when you work in this kind of a, you know, career field. Gotta, that's what, that's what happens. You got. Yeah, 100%. How about for you, Clemens? Um, I'm, I've been looking around. The really cool part about the department is that you have the availability to do anything that you want to do. If yeah. you, if you want to become a counselor and go the counselor route, um, once you get in the department, you, you realize the stuff that you enjoy and the stuff that you don't enjoy. And that kind of determines on the direction you want to go um, with your career. It's it's your career. You have a lot of time to do. Some people have to do, what, 37 years now, 38 yeah. years. Yeah, they got a long, long, sometimes a long career. Long time to go. Yeah. Um, and there's room for advancement everywhere, I mean, yeah, depending on what it is you want to do. Um, I I kind of got the lieutenant. I shot for lieutenant, and, and, uh, and I've kind of got to this plateau. And I have some decisions to make on where I want to go as far as management goes. Um, I really like being a lieutenant. I loved being a sergeant. I yeah. like being a lieutenant. Uh, and I think that I I would, some one of these days, I'll want to go for captain down the road. Yeah. And and the department's making it easier so that they're doing testing pretty much every year now. Whereas when I first got in the department, it was like four or five years. You were just kind of rolling the dice on when they were doing yeah. advancements. So. Nowadays, you you, um, you know, maybe you want to stay a sergeant, become a sergeant, you want to stay there for two, three, four years, mm-hmm. and then you decide they, they have a lieutenant's test usually pretty much once a year now. So same with the captain and NAW portion of it if that's the way you want to go. Or you can go the council route and go CC1, CC2 to CC3, and then you could become a specialist if you wanted to. You could be working for um, court compliance. You could be doing... It, it just never ends. Yeah. The doors so just open yeah. all the time. Yeah, so you many don't avenues. even realize. Yeah. You just don't realize they're there until they're in front of you and you're like, whoa. Yeah. And that's, yeah, it's definitely true. Then running those, running those exams more often and just more consistently is I can actually map out, you know, kind of what I maybe want to do. Right. Which is nice because I got hired off of a test um, that I originally took in 2008. And it was, by the time it came around to where I actually interviewed and, finally got promoted they ran another test but it was like four and a half years that was a long time yeah, it's a long yeah. time to sit there and go i don't know what i'm gonna do now because it's but now that we've got it more consistent where it's pretty much every every other year mm-hmm. they run a test and it's great for career mapping like okay cool i have goals to study up on this get ready for that exam or i, I learn more about being a counselor i want to go that route or if i do want to be a lieutenant you know they get a chance to to meet people like you and find out like, Hey, no, someday I want, someday I want his job. I want that. So that's awesome. What about for you, Linda? Well, being I'm on the more towards the end of my career, obviously (laughs) retirement is is 28 years, 28 years. Yeah. yeah. So (laughs) a few more, but you know, kind of hang, just see what might pop up. Um, there's plenty of opportunities, um, because of working here and, being able to experience some of the things that have gone on and being able to go inside and work with rehab programs, um, you know, kind of opens up some doors where, yeah, the education along with the experience I can get maybe into the counselor um, line of promotion or, or correctional business manager. Yeah. You know, there's just different places that I, that you can go with that too. And there's, it's endless. And yeah. if you're willing to put in a little bit of work and do the education, and of course now it, getting the education is so much easier because it's online. 
Yeah, it's, it's a huge benefit to it. Yeah, there there's it is. so much you can do online now with career courses, uh, study programs. There's, I mean, it's it's infinite the things you can tailor. And even if you are in a remote location, you can still access all of that. So it's yeah, it's yeah, it's awesome. Absolutely. It's a lot better than. Long time ago, it was like through the correspondence, everything was with the mail. I had to mail it in and right. hope it got there in time. Yeah, I hope yes, it got there exactly. in time. Like, I have to send this final in actually a week early because it's due <laughs> on that day. By the time I mail it in, you know, almost almost by uh, right. you know, or you had to wait Pony for Express. The, yeah, or you had to wait for the class to, <laughs> to pop mail. up at the local. You yes, know, yeah, you had to go check or, it. Yeah, you had to go check to see. Yeah, so yeah. most of my education was while I was in Sacramento because we had American River and Folsom and yeah. Sacramento City and Sacramento State. So, but you know, in the remote locations, you didn't have that opportunity. Yeah. Now, because of online, you have a much greater opportunity. But as far as like retirement, though, you know, because you're you know 28 years of, of of service to the state of California, but you're not itching to retire though. No, yeah. I'm. I'm Obviously, I mean, I love it. And, yeah. I, and I've had a great time here at Pelican Bay when I came. I've been here six and a half years. Yeah. And, um, you know, of course, you know, when you're a new kid coming in on the block. and yeah. But lucky for me, I worked in a department where everybody loves you because you have the money. So this is true. Yeah. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I never, never tick off anybody that works in the trust yeah, office. Like, right, they control exactly. your paycheck. Never <laughs> mess with accounting. Yeah, never, no, mess, never mess with accounting. Right. You want to bring coffee, you bring it to accounting yeah. and your personnel specialist because <laughs> exactly. they're gonna they're gonna make uh, your time uh, smooth. Right. And your pay is gonna be on time. Right. But but is going out there and and working and and one thing for me is I made sure I get I got out behind the fence. People got to see me. I found out where different people work. I've had, you know, dealings with both these gentlemen, and it's been a great fun. It yeah. really has, and I felt very welcomed here. That's awesome. Now, and that's, you know, again, that's the part of the department that, you know, I think for someone looking to join this career field, that's what's the most important factor is the human factor of us working where we work and the sense of community, which you guys have talked about, which obviously – you know, you can tell that staff up here just love it. It might be isolated. It might be different from your norm. But if you give a, you know, a community like this a chance and you bond into it, it's awesome. It's one of those places where you don't have to worry about leaving your garage door open because there's a good chance your friend who lives down the street is going to go over and check on your house while you're gone. Um, you know, you know your neighbors. You see each other all the time. And that's the, I think that's the biggest draw for for institutions that are, you know, quote unquote, you know, isolated, there is that sense of community where, you know, we're, we're accountable for each other, you know, whether you are medical, non-custody, custody, whatever facet, if you work here, you're part of that family. And that's, um, that's the dynamic that I think a lot of people looking for this career field or looking for that, that sense of, you know, belonging. That's what you get in this kind of department. You get that with staff. If you're here, you're, you're family, regardless of your rank title, your, your family once you're here. So that's been awesome. Um, you know, I want to thank you guys very much for the opportunity to come up here and, and, and do this podcast and get, you know, kind of the awareness of what, um, what living and working in the Pelican Bay and Crescent city and Brookings area is like for them. Um, uh, thank you so much for your time. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And again, um, Thank you for your hard work uh, for the state of California, especially for Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation. Um, can't say enough about what I've seen and, you know, the staff and just the, the openness was absolutely phenomenal. So thank you for your, your hard work as well.
Thank you for coming up. Yeah, no problem. My, my pleasure completely. And thank you. That was fantastic and made me realize that it has been way too long since I have gone up to Pelican Bay State Prison and visited the folks up there. It is a beautiful part of the state. And if the mountains aren't it for you, we have job opportunities in just about every corner of this state. That is one of the coolest things about CDCR. And do you work for CDCR and also love where you live? Shoot me an email. We'd love to talk to you. That's cal underscore external affairs at cdcr.ca.gov. That's it for CDCR Unlocked, the podcast of the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation. You can find us anywhere you find podcasts, and you can learn more about the department at cdcr.ca.gov. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.